work for me. Chapter 3, Back to Business, M'Baku and Reader by M'Baku's Throne. Rio de Janeiro, beautiful blue waters, sunny beaches, breathtaking landscape. It was the setting of the future client meeting, the big one. The one that was supposed to secure the company for several decades. You had been helping M'Baku prepare since you had been hired. The problem was, he had never included you in those plans. It was certainly a competition among the company to be chosen by M'Baku for the Rio trip. If you had to guess, Shirley Winters, George Alterman, and Sam Teller were probably the top three in the running. If you had to guess again, perfect Shirley Winters should probably get it. Stupid Shirley. M'Baku's voice ripped you from your daydreams as he called your name. For the first time in a while, you didn't have that much work to do. After your disastrous incident, you had the, been the most productive employee in the company. Maybe in the whole world. Hence why M'Baku should pick you for the real trip. But you would never say that out loud. Maybe... After your awkward encounter with Kule, M'Baku was back to business. You stood back from your desk, grabbed your tablet, and smoothed out your skirt. Coming, sir. You walked into M'Baku's office and shivered. The giant always kept it so calm in his room. M'Baku's eyes never looked up from his computer. He was wearing a silver silk button-up with a dark gray striped tie. Such a simple look, yet his frame took it to another level. He looked good. You guessed. Maybe? What? It was one of five emergency outfits that you had in the trunk of your car. You had ignored M'Baku's look of disgust at your 2000 Ford Taurus. You almost shoved the clothes at him. What can I do for you, sir? Still refusing to look up, M'Baku gestured to the chair next to his desk with his head. There was a shiny black purse sitting on the chair. It was Chanel. You looked to M'Baku, then back at the purse. Sir? You questioned. M'Baku groaned impatiently. Pick it up, M'Baku said curtly. Slowly, you picked up the bag. You were never really a purse girl, but it felt nice to touch. Now open it. You pulled open the clasp. Inside was a shiny dark mauve fabric. You pulled it out and let it unravel. It was a dress. In your size. Is this for me? M'Baku suddenly stood up and straightened his shirts. He sighed. For tonight, yes. I, or rather we, have a client dinner with the Clarence tonight. Put that on. And these. He reached under his desk, pulled out black heels. You hesitantly took them. Client dinner? That wasn't in my schedule. You said, scrolling through your tablet. It was last minute. I'll be at your place at seven. Oh, I can drive, sir. 
he said happily. M'Baku scoffed. In that thing? No, you ride with me. You bit your lip. Was M'Baku pulling your leg? Or trying to put you in a trap? There were no appointments that went by your head, not even the ones made on the phone. Imani had your phone hooked up, so if any times or dates were even spoken on M'Baku's work phone, your cell phone would get a notification. Illegal? Maybe. Useful? Absolutely. So how did this get past you? And how did he know your size? Are you still there? M'Baku gruffed. You turned on your heels and left with the shoes purse, and dress. Hopefully you wouldn't spill water on anyone tonight. That night, you stared at yourself in the mirror. The dress looked amazing. You turned and shifted, admiring your own curves. I bet Lil Rai would have a heart attack if he saw you like this. You should post it. Imani sat on your bed, munching on a bowl of popcorn and M&M's. The mention of Rye made your heart drop. I don't want anything to do with him right now. I just want to get through this dinner with no problems. Who's the dinner with again? Donnie and Miss Claren. Big clients, big money, big spenders. Her name really Missy? You gave Amani a look. Big titties. Your phone dinged. Okay, I've got to go. M'Baku's here. Don't eat up all my food. Imani waved you off. Alright, girl, have fun on your date. It's not a date. Imani threw popcorn at you as you left. You weren't surprised at the sight of M'Baku's limousine. You had ridden in it before many times, actually. There was just something about the fact that you were approaching it in a tight dress and stilettos that made you nervous. Frank, M'Baku's driver, stepped out and opened your door. You beamed. Hey, Frankie. Frank smiled back at you and winked. You and Frank became good friends after you scheduled him to have more time off to spend with his husband and kids. You slid into the limo and right next to M'Baku. The scent of his cologne made you a little dizzy. He was wearing a dark green mock neck, sweater, and slacks. You felt way too dressed up. M'Baku's eyes traveled up and down your dress. You stood as still as you could. He gruffed and looked down at his phone. Apparently he was dissatisfied. The ride went silent from there. Grabbing Frank's hand, you struggled out of the limo. Careful, M'Baku blurted. You almost froze. Did he just try to warn you out of care? Don't fall and embarrass me, he finished. Oh, right. The restaurant had such a mixed atmosphere. The decor, the fountain, and the smells were so relaxing. The rich people... Expensive food and clothes made you feel very uncomfortable. As the waiter showed you to your table, you felt M'Baku's hand touch the small of your back. You yelped and straightened your back. Sorry, sorry, 
M'Baku said in a hushed tone. My God, what was that? The place where he touched you still tingled. Perhaps he just got confused and thought you were one of his dates? Could he think that? Is that what you looked like? A deep shame creeped into your chest. Did you look like one of M'Baku's hussies? Ah, finally, what took you so long? Donnie Claren was a short man with a big personality. He had white hair that was slicked back with black grease. He was the type of man that looked cheap, but was probably wearing $10,000. He was wearing sunglasses indoors, but his glasses probably cost more than your rent, so it was okay. For the price of those sunglasses, you'd wear them to sleep. Standing next to him was Missy Claren, 30 years Donnie's junior, but the fake breasts to make up for it. Her outfit was probably 50000 Missy was actually one of the nicest rich people you had ever met. And look, he brought her. Your heart was warmed by the billionaire remembering you. Good evening, Mr. Claren, Mrs. Claren. I can't believe you remembered me. Donnie scoffed. Are you kidding? I remember the names of every employee that is and has ever worked for me. You think I'd forget such a knockout like you? You look lovely. I'm loving the Chanel. Missy gushed. She gave you a firm hug. M'Baku, you look like a schmuck. Donnie laughed. And you look like an old man, M'Baku suddenly yelled. They both laughed together as you all settled. You managed to sit through the bad jokes and the small talk. Donnie kept glancing at you through the corner of his eye. You weren't surprised. Donnie was kind of known as a romancer. If romancer meant he had a lot of money and sex flocked to him. Baku was saying something about stocks when Donnie interrupted him. You know... You are so beautiful, don't you think she's beautiful, M'Baku? Donnie said. M'Baku turned and stared at you. She's divine, M'Baku stated matter-of-factly. You almost dropped your spoon. Do you like Hawaii? Donnie smiled. M'Baku stiffened. You were confused. Hawaii? I've got some wonderful land and property in Maui. I got some girls there that I employ to lay out on my beach, entice the guests. Are you interested? Donnie questioned. Missy smiled distantly into nothing. You stared at him in shock. Out of the corner of your eye, you saw M'Baku tighten his grip on his knife. Well, I have, I have a job here. Oh, you wouldn't have to quit your job, right, M'Baku? Donnie laughed and punched M'Baku in the shoulder. You could see M'Baku's jaw tighten. Oh, no. Donnie, M'Baku said through clenched teeth. You'd fit right in. You're gorgeous, curvy. M'Baku slammed his fist on the table, causing the entire table to shake. Missy yelped. She's not interested. She stays here with me. Donnie's face became red. 
Jesus, Mbaku, I was kidding, right? You half-heartedly smiled. The rest of dinner went as awkward as you knew it would. It was pleasant enough, but you couldn't shake Mbaku's comment out of your head. She's divine. That's what he said. It had to be sarcasm, or was he just pressured to compliment you? What was he supposed to say? No, she's not beautiful. My assistant is an ugly troll, and don't ask about it again. What was with him trying to lead you by touching your back? Your back tingled again as you thought about it. As Frank went to help you in the limo door, Mbaku stopped him. He held out his hand to you. You stared at it. Mbaku rolled his eyes and took your hand, leading you inside. You just weren't used to M'Baku being nice to you. M'Baku slid in after you and closed the door. Before Frank started the engine, the silence between you two was high-pitched and deafening. I'm sorry for my actions tonight. It's fine, sir. You squeaked. And that was the end of that. You had almost fallen asleep when Frank pulled up to your apartment complex. The divider rolled down and you could see Frank's eyes in the rearview mirror. This is your stop, miss. Thanks, Frank, you said sleepily. You went to reach for your belt when M'Baku's large hands reached over, brushing your stomach and unbuckled your seatbelt. Oh, thank you? I'll walk you up. M'Baku murmured. Again, M'Baku helped you and you stepped out onto the concrete. It was cold out, the chill air raising bumps on your arms. M'Baku walked behind you as you climbed the stone steps. Reaching the top, you awkwardly turned around. Well, thank you for the night, sir. M'Baku said nothing. He seemed almost nervous, like he was trying to say something. Sir, you said, looking up at him innocently. Uh, good night. See you at work. Do not be late. He gruffed and ran down the steps. You stood there as he hopped into the limousine and took off. You stared at the brake lights until you couldn't see them anymore. Suddenly, you could hear Imani's voice yelling at you from above. Girl, you should have kissed him! She yelled from your window. You rolled your eyes.